Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the One Shop Movement Podcast where we talk all things entrepreneurship, growth, diving deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and their journeys to really put some perspective around what it's like to build a business to follow your dreams and passion. Today we have a very special guest, his name is Johnny Cass. Johnny has been in business and entrepreneurship for the last 20 plus years. He currently is one of the success coaches of the Entourage's Elevate program. The Elevate program is business owners in Australia that are taking their business from a seven-figure turnover to eight-figure turnover. So Johnny is working day-to-day mentoring, coaching, advising these incredible business owners to help shape their businesses and take them to the next level. So we're going to be talking to him about all things entrepreneurship, business, wisdom, and his journey success failures, challenges, you name it. So I hope you look forward to this episode of the One Shot Movement podcast. As I always say, you've got one shot at life. Go out there and give it your best shot. Take it to the episode with Johnny Cass. Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of the One Shop Movement podcast where we're interviewing the best of the best entrepreneurs around the world, people with inspirational stories, success in business, sports stars, musicians, whoever it is that has a story that can get out to the world and inspire people to make change, to live with passion and purpose. And I'm super excited today because we're talking to an entrepreneur that I've worked incredibly close with for the last uh, two years. He's a success coach for the high achievers at the Entourage Elevate program. And it was interesting when I spoke to Jack DeLosa when Johnny was originally joining the team and Jack said to me that it's nearly a full circle. He first was sitting in the audience of a big event of Christopher Howard, I believe, running an event the best part of 15 years ago. And and Johnny was the facilitator of that event and everyone goes on their own journey. But Johnny's uh, now a very, very accomplished entrepreneur. I bounce a lot of ideas off Johnny for my business and I'm so excited to have him on the show. He's one of the biggest travelers. He speaks all around the world. You're going to get a lot of value out of today's interview. So let's uh, welcome Mr. Johnny Cass to the podcast. Wow, Craig, uh, thank you for that uh, introduction. It's a a great pleasure to be here with you and uh, wow what can I say that's uh, an awesome introduction I hope I can live up to your uh, listeners expectations I'm sure you will I always love talking to you for you know just just great wisdom and, and, and good common sense around business and entrepreneurship but I'd like to explore a bit about Johnny Cass's backstory and his journey so if you want to rewind back as far as you want to go and, and share with the listeners um, a bit about Johnny Cass. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's that could be potentially a long story, but um, yeah, for sure. Look, I, I, I guess I'm in, in many ways in a very fortunate position uh, that for the most part I get to do what I love, uh, love what I do, and I get paid very well for it. You know, I wake up every day uh, enthusiastic about life and have a, a deep sense of meaning and a deep sense of purpose to what it is I do. And, and I don't 
tell you that or anybody that's listening to that to impress you. Uh, not at all. Uh, I only tell you that to impress upon you what is actually possible. You know, I'm a really ordinary guy. I don't have a university degree. Um, I, there's nothing special about me at all. My parents had, you know, they immigrated to Australia after World War II. We had very little money. Um, and, you know, I was the Italian wog kid growing up in Sydney, Australia. And I guess, as you know, as I look back on my life and my career, I've always had some sort of a desire and some sort of an inclination to just want to be the best version of myself and to want to create a great life for myself. Um, I've always been relatively hardworking. I guess my first entrepreneurial um, career to some degree uh, was number one working at McDonald's and being a crew trainer and getting paid five cents extra to teach other kids how to flip hamburgers I had a paper run um, you know I started working in sales management and leadership selling car stereos turning lower performing stores into some of their higher performing stores and the truth is it was only through trial and error guesswork you know, I wasn't very good at the numbers. In fact, I remember at school standing up one time and getting my two-unit general maths test and failing. So I guess I just say that because, you know, like I said, there's nothing special about me, but I just have always had this desire to just want to create a better life for myself at the end of the day. Look, I mean, quite uh, humble the way you describe that um, because, you know, you are an incredible entrepreneur that's done amazing things and you've, you've lived in different countries around the world as well and had, you know, we were recently in Fiji and sitting next to each other on the bus and having a conversation about travel and life and living life with purpose and passion and you have had, you know, I guess live in Sydney, but you have had experiences living all around the world. So, you know, what would you say about, you know, I guess the world is a beautiful place with so many opportunities from someone from your experience. What would you say about travel and lifestyle, etc.? Yeah, look, I like, I remember as a kid, like, again, like we said, we didn't have a great deal of money, but I remember as a kid, I would always sit out the back door. I could still picture it now really clearly. And I used to watch these airplanes go above and past our home. And I just remember saying to myself, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I just want to go and I want to travel and I want to be free. And I thought at the time that I wanted to be a pilot, um, but I didn't get the grades for it. Then I actually went to be a flight attendant um, and I didn't get the job, which is probably a good thing. Um, and then, you know, I remember it was about 20 years ago, uh, I went, believe it or not, as I think everybody has, uh, I hate to say it, a Tony Robbins event. And I saw this guy on the stage that was actually supporting Tony Robbins. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to do what that guy does. And what he was doing was creating a great lifestyle for himself, but more importantly, uh, having an impact on the people in that audience and influencing those people. And yes, the lifestyle has been great. I've lived in London for five years. I've traveled around the world for the last 15 to 20 years, which I never ever imagined would ever be possible until I saw that person on the stage and somebody sparked a possibility inside of me that I said, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I just know that that is what I want to do. 
And uh, I guess while we're talking about lifestyle, travel, experience, et cetera, do you have a standout, what you would say, bucket list moment or experience along your journey, whether it's in business, travel, or you just sit there and reflect on life or what it is? Um, do you have something that just immediately pops into your, your mind? Yeah, I mean, I, I have so many of them. Um, I think one of the key ones for me, you know, when I decided that I wanted to be a speaker and a presenter and an educator, um, I remember one time I was running, uh, teaching a training in Perth for a thousand people. And I remember when I knew that I was going to be doing that three day training, um, I said to myself, when I finish these three days, um, then I can call myself a speaker and a presenter. And I think that's really important that we have those highlighted moments in our lives where we put the stake in the sand and claim either our expertise or just claim who it is that we really are. Because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're constantly, or as business people, or just people in life in general, we're constantly raising the bar. And we raise the bar and we never go, yeah, I finally made it. I made that dream that I had in mind. So that's from a business point of view. And then I remember I shared this with you, I think maybe in Fiji, it was maybe seven years ago now, five years ago, I went to Italy and it was just a really small moment, but a really important moment. I found myself in a coffee shop, having an espresso, having a little Italian cake and for no reason whatsoever, well, actually I'll tell you the reason, I just ended up crying. And I really ended up, I ended up crying because I just fully embraced and accepted who I was as an individual. You know, growing up as an Italian kid in Australia, I rejected that part of me for so long. And that moment for me was a realization that, you know, I'm imperfectly perfect and I'm Italian and I'm Australian. And just to fully accept and embrace every part of myself from an emotional point of view was also a very rich moment for me as well. And look, uh there's always, I always think about my own journey today to round those type of things too. And I, I do remember when I built my business and had an opportunity to speak in front of 15,000 people in a stadium. And for me, it was, I got emotional walking off that stage at that time because I'd had finally achieved something. It was a financial win. It was a, a business journey. But I thought back of all the hard times to get to that moment. Mm. And, you know, it was quite clear. And I, I did get very emotional internally about, you know, have I, not that I felt that I'd made it, but I felt that for 15 years, you know, I've been doing incredibly well for a long time now, but for the 15 years was building up to that moment. And there were a lot of challenges along that journey and I think it just bubbled out at that sort of pointy moment so I can totally understand um, you know from that speaking example but what about you know your journey you talk about 20 years it could be longer in business entrepreneurship what would you say uh, you know some challenges that really like rocked your world um, and it could be business or whatever it is you know I, I would like to hear a little bit about that Sure. Yeah, look, it was um, about seven years ago. It's funny how life teaches you lessons, right? I've been traveling around the world. I've been speaking. I've been presenting. I was working really, really hard. And um, all of a sudden, life just threw me 
fucking bricks left, right and centre. Uh, number one, I got really sick um, from travelling so much. I was a little bit of a workaholic. Uh, number two, uh, a relationship that I've uh, been in, uh, broken down, another relationship. Um, my business as a result of not being able to travel and speak, my business took a hit, my finances took a hit, which means some of my assets took a hit and in essence I lost a lot of my money. And then on top of that, I remember I was living in London. It was a cold, miserable morning, as they usually are in London. And I got a phone call from my mother's neighbor that I'd never heard from in my entire life. And you know when you get a phone call from your mother's neighbor that it's not going to be a good phone call. And she told me that my mother was diagnosed with leukemia. And I made the decision to come back to Sydney because I wanted to be back home with my family. And I found myself um, living with my two best friends and sharing a room with my godson and sleeping in a single bed. And I found myself saying, how, how the hell did I get here? Like, I'm the guy that's meant to know everything. I'm the guy that's out there, the guru and teaching people. And here I am, no money, no career, no relationship. And it was just all too much. Um, and that was a real turning point for me. Um, because my belief is that life is constantly there to teach us lessons. And that lesson for me in that point in time was number one, to always be humble. Uh, number two was to go almost against what I'd spent my entire life doing, which was to actually maybe for the first time in my life, admit to myself that I don't know what I'm doing next. I don't know where I'm going next. And that it was okay not to just be doing all the time, but to actually just slow down and to be. And the beautiful thing about that, even though it was one of the most difficult times in my life, was that it forced me to really stop. And it forced me to also look at a lot of the unconscious programming that I picked up as a child, go back and, for want of a better word, revisit a whole bunch of childhood trauma that I didn't realize that I had, and to make the unconscious conscious and to release that. And in essence, that made me a much better human being. And so the fundamental lesson I learned from that now in hindsight is to just trust that even in all the difficult challenges that life presents to us, it presents those challenges to us so that we can find the opportunity and the gold nugget inside that. And as a result of that, I've become a much better human being and also the impact that I have on the people that I work with is much more impactful now as well. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I can clearly remember too along my journey, um, I made it, I was going on, I, I'd been working pretty much nonstop for eight uh, years, no holidays, no anything. And I'd made a decision to propose to my wife and the person that had worked with me for eight years uh, resigned a month before going on an eight week holiday, which I'd sort of felt my business was in a position to work with or without me. Um, and I made a, a crash course employment decision on a, an employee at the time that it went against all the things that I always done for employing people. And while I was overseas, I could see my business crashing and burning all the way around me. And something that I felt was rock solid, strong had, you know, so I was completely and utterly humbled by that situation. It took me about two years to dig my way out of that situation. But, you know, I guess when you learn those hard lessons, um, you know, you will grow from it. You will, um, you know, I said, I reckon back that my, uh, my ability to assess my downside had mm. changed quite a lot. So, um, yeah, look, I, 
every, uh, if you talk to every entrepreneur, there's always a one shot moment or a, this is a, this mm. is the thing and um, can totally relate to that in regards. And you're, you're in the coaching mentoring advisory for all these seven figure and above business owners now. So what, three bits of advice that you would typically find yourself you know giving people in business and life for success um okay so i i think um a couple of things so i always say uh, the mindset without the skill set will leave you upset and the skill set without the mindset will leave you penniless so we need a combination of changing our thinking and constantly upgrading our thinking. But, you know, sometimes I see people just get pumped up with belief and motivation. But if you don't give them the right skill set that underpins that, then they're going to fall flat on their face. All right. But then I also sometimes see people with who go and teach, go and learn a lot, get the right skills, get the right strategies but they never execute on those strategies because they don't have the right mindset or the right emotional support. That's the first thing. The second thing I would also tell people is to realize that they are not their businesses and that, um, you know, we have good days and we have bad days in business. And sometimes we get it horribly wrong in business and too many of us, myself included, especially men, we attach our self worth to how well our businesses are doing. And so then if our businesses do bad, we feel bad. If our businesses do great, we do great. And I think it was Rudyard Kipling in his poem that once famously said, treat triumph and disaster for the two imposters that they are. So we are not our successes. We are not our emotions. We are great, imperfectly perfect human beings. And sometimes we do stupid things and sometimes we do great things. But irrespective of that, you're a human being and you are wonderful and magnificent and every day is a gift inside of it. And the third thing I would say is, I hate to say it, but you've got to surround yourself with the right quality people and do exactly what we're doing here, which is why I love working with you, Craig, because I learn just as much from you as what you do from me. So get a great team and have great quality conversations. Like too many of us are afraid to lean in and have the deep and meaningful, powerful conversations. We, we always talk about courage and changing the world. Sometimes I think the most courageous things that someone could do is me saying to you, Craig, as your mentor and your advisor, I actually don't know the answer to that right now, but let's go and figure it out. So having those honest, courageous, powerful conversations with the right people around you. Very, very good advice. And, and typically just before we wrap up our show, we always try and ask a few rapid fire questions and you've read more books. Like every time we talk, you always have a story or a quote or something out of a book like you just recited there. What would be, one or two quotes that really ring true to you and you feel the audience could get value out of? Uh, okay. So the, this rapid fire, I'm actually going to go with my own, which is be bold, be brave and be you. Um, I think that really summarizes for me what the life of 
of an entrepreneur and a, a business person. And in fact, just having a great life is about, you know, your life will shrink or expand in proportion to the amount of courage that you're willing to have. I think I can't remember who said that exactly. So I think we need to be bolder. We need to be braver. And we need to be willing to fully step in and embrace who we are and all our imperfections. Because when you do that, there is no competition. Craig, there are other people that are doing what you do. There are other people who are doing what I do. But there's, no, there's only one Craig in the world. There's only one Johnny Cass in the world. And when we fully expose that, um, then there is no competition. So I'm going to go with be bold, be brave, be you. And the other one I gave you was um, the, the one about courage, which I can't remember now. Uh, your life will shrink or expand in proportion to the amount of courage you're willing to have. And what about your favorite book or podcast or, or favorite book and favorite podcast that you would listen to? Wow, that is uh, a really uh, big question because I think reading the right book at the right time is quite uh, instrumental. Um, but I have to say, I've got two. The first one is The Wisdom of Florence Scovel Shin. Um, I'll say that again The Wisdom of Florence Scovel Shin. I like that book because most people have never heard of it and go, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, and the other one I'm, I really enjoy, and I've been recommending it to quite a few people, is um, Letting Go, The Art of Surrender by David Hawkins. And I really love that one because that one helped me develop quite emotionally um, as an entrepreneur and a business person and uh, just let go of a whole bunch of crap that wasn't serving me. Because most people in business don't necessarily fail out of strategy. They fail out of guilt and fear um, and shame and embarrassment and humiliation. And if we can move past that, half the job is done. And my favourite podcast, other than yours, of course, <laughs> um, I currently at the moment am listening to Michael Yardney's podcast on investment and strategy because I like to balance mindset with my reading and podcasts with strategies and skills. And the first book, which I can't recite the name because you've read it and struggled. Why would someone read that book? Like what was the good reason to read it? The reason I was read, read that book was when I read that book, as I told you, I was in the place of lack, scarcity, uncertainty, and fear. And I think that book, The Wisdom of Florence Scovel Shin, um, gave me some really powerful affirmations. And I think affirmations can be great. So one of the affirmations that that book said, I love and accept the powerful part of me that creates wealth and abundance and prosperity in my life. And five years ago when I didn't have a lot of money um, and I'm now in a very different financial position, I was writing that uh, affirmation out literally every morning in my journal and now I have wealth abundance and prosperity and not just intellectually but internally and not just from an external point of view but from an internal world I wake up feeling wealthy and wealth means a lot of different things and I also have external wealth as well because there's been times in my life where I've had external wealth but I've been um, broken and, and poor on the inside what about along your journey or it could be, you know, your whole life, it could be from a parent even, what's the best bit of advice you've ever received? Wow. You are asking the hard hitting questions. Um, I think for me personally, and this is just me personally, um, was the acceptance of being imperfect. I spent too much of my life trying to prove that I was perfect. 
And uh, for our perfectionists that are listening to this today, perfectionism is really a facade for deep unconscious shame and deep unconscious disapproval of ourselves. And for me, like I said, I was the Italian kid, not only that, but I was gay. So I had to put out this whole facade of being perfect. But the minute that I embraced that I'm imperfect, and when people would come up to me and say, you're an idiot or you don't know what you're doing, I go, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what I'm doing. And it just allowed for me to make more mistakes, fail forward and move on. Successful people are just much better at moving on from their mistakes Whereas unsuccessful people, they make a mistake and they hold on to it for the rest of their lives. So for me, that was just very, very liberating. What about, and I always talk to people about journeys and you know, put in a really good plan in place for a three-year plan, five-year plan, whatever. Like you, You're in a really happy place at the moment. We've had lots of conversations around you know, your role with the entourage and what you've done there and you, you get to travel the world working uh, speaking in front of large crowds, do you have yourself a really clear picture of a three to five year plan? Well, um, awesome question. Um, and again, I'm going to be really honest with you and you would know this being, being a part of the entourage. Um, I'm probably more a visionary than an integrator. So um, I do, in all honesty, tend to struggle with details and tend to sometimes struggle with those plans. Do I have a loose idea of where I would like to be in 12 months, three years and five years time? 100%. Um, am I always overly attached to that? No, because as you and I both know, there's many paths that will get you there. But I do believe and I do have a vision board. I do have an ideal of what I would like my life to look like. I have pictures on my phone that constantly remind me of what it is I'm going to, what I want to create. So I have a vision in plan in place. And yes, I do take some steps to move forward to that. Because another great quote that I read somewhere is that um, vision without execution is hallucination. And, you know, there's a difference between daydreaming and not doing something with it, as opposed to there's my vision and now let's move towards it. Okay. So just in wrapping up, um, always give the person on the call or the interview, uh, an opportunity to share a bit about where to find them. So websites, uh, social handles, uh, you, you've got the opportunity. Yep. Um, so firstly, thanks for having me on the podcast today, Craig. I absolutely, you know, love working with you and I love what the one shot movement is all about. Like when you share, I still get goosebumps when you shared to me what birthed this podcast and this message. Um, I just think it's such a wonderful gift that you're putting out there and I feel privileged that you've invited me here today. So thank you for that. Um, and people can find me at Johnny, uh, johnnycast.com. Uh, there's my website there. They can subscribe to my short little mini e-course series, um, Seven Ways in Seven Days to a Better You. They can also follow me on Facebook, Johnny Cass. And if they want to email me for any reason, they can also email me support at johnnycast.com. And johnnycast is J-O-H-N-N-I-E-C-A-S-S.com. So that's support at johnnycast.com. Thanks, Johnny. And just in wrapping up um, this interview, it was a conversation. I've been working with Johnny for the last two years. So I was pretty excited to be able to get him uh, on this podcast. But our conversations led 
uh, even though the manuscript of writing the book around Ethan and, and the birthing of this, Johnny was the guy that said, oh, I'd love you to write a book. I'd love you. to." And I said to Johnny, I said, look, I'll do it only if it was going to be meaningful. And it was six mm. years in the making. Mm. And Johnny was really the conversation that I had that inspired this whole concept brand movement so i do want to thank johnny um for that and pushing me out of my comfort zone in business as well um because you know uh spilling your heart around book adversity challenge and doing these interviews have been you know it's been uh, i guess a new layer to my level of entrepreneurship as well um so thank you johnny and um to everyone on the one shop movement podcast we do bring on the top the best the best the best entrepreneurs in the world uh we've been here with johnny cast today i'm sure you have a lot of insights to journey a lot of wisdom out of today's episode so thank you johnny until next week we will see you all soon well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Johnny Cass. What an amazing entrepreneur that's had an incredible journey and impacting people all around the world. There's some incredible wisdom out of today's session. If you did like today's interview, make sure you go to the usual places on iTunes and give us feedback, give us a rating, all the different uh, podcasting platforms. We're here to help you grow as a leader, to live your life with passion and purpose. As I always say, you've got one shot at life. Go out there and and give it your best shot, whatever that is for you. So till next week, we'll see you all very soon.